Sorry. Army where you shoot them a mile away, you gotta get up close like this. But a bing, you blow their brains all over your nice cyber league suit. <laughs> Was it over when the Germans bombed Pearl Harbor? Hell no! German? Forget it, he's rolling. <laughs> Learn it, know it, live it. Are you running a business or a charity war? Leave the gun. Take the cannoli. Uh, Yankees win! Pull over! No, it's a cardigan, but thanks for noticing. Are you a pothead fucker? This is Live at Five, Live oh, at Five, Live at Microphone doesn't work again. Sorry. Yeah, let's turn that down a bit. Uh, yes, hi, how are you? Uh, Clark White, how are you, my friend? Someone just said hi to me on Facebook. And by the way, you can go to Facebook at any given time. It's the Live at Five show with Glenn Curry. Go to it right now and sign up and be a friend. <laughs> And watch and listen that way. Of course, you can listen to the link uh, that is typically on News Junkie as we speak. See my mug up there. We, we uh, thank News Junkie. By the way, did you see all the all the uh, recent Miss Italias? Actually, a lot of more more recent. Uh, but um, there's a video I did for the uh, tomorrow is the Bravo Fest starts tomorrow goes through Saturday. It is at the Italian American Club. We spoke with uh, Mr. Joe Roselli. About a week ago or so, good guy, all of them are great people, Italian-Americans. And that starts tomorrow. But the uh, the actual, uh, I guess you could say thumbnail of the video that I did is exactly at the point where they show all the past missed Italias. And that includes a friend of mine, Lori Doldo. And they're all standing there together. It's a great picture. And I'm glad that they took that picture. It's so symbolic of the Bravo Fest itself, but it, it, it covers so much in one photograph, and that's exactly what you see on News Junkie as we speak. All right, so I get this e- email today. Let's see, I get so many emails throughout the day, i got to search for it, but uh, Councilman Patrick Hickey is endorsing somebody, and I, I don't know if this particular email made it to News Junkie. I'm assuming it did. Regardless, I'll read it anyway. Uh, this is a press release by Councilman Hickey, Uh, He says, and I quote, first, I I want to thank everyone for supporting and voting for me in the 2021-2023 election cycle. Remember, that was uh, kind of a special election in that uh, Jesse Rocha, who up until a couple months ago was still running for city council on Factory Street. I pick on him for that. Uh, It uh, it ended his uh, his, uh, short stint as council person, and that's when uh, Pat Hickey took uh, over the uh, the final two years, which, of course, we're still in the same uh, election cycle. Watertown certainly has a great number of challenges ahead, Pat says. Clean drinking water, hydroelectric contracts, reducing and stopping untreated water into the environment, protecting our neighborhoods both with a correctly, uh, with, with a correctly staffed and correctly equipped police and fire department. The city needs to continue road work with uh, sewer and water projects and, uh, and find the remaining lead piping that the city still has. Okay. Or refine it, I should say. Uh, there were many candidates running for city offices this year. Many candidates remain. One candidate, in my view, stands out, and that's Leonard Spaziani. Les, uh, Leonard understands that cooperating with Dank, D-A-N-C, 
uh, will help our uh, our clean water projects. He also understands that natural grid, na- it's not natural grid, it's national grid, and Brookfield, uh, it's, it's a typo, I get it, and Brookfield Power both un- understand electrical power generation and distribution far better than the city and would be a greater partner to help the city get into the selling power industry. His steadfast understanding that people, young and old alike, need things to do recreationally in the city. Leonard knows that we need paved, safe roads and intersections, sidewalks that can be traveled safely from one end of the uh, town to another. Mr. Spaziani understands how city government works, since he, of course, recently was a city council person himself. This election cycle is much more important than most. New mayors bring along new agendas. The the city uh, has a long way to go to prosperity, uh, Pat says. Homelessness, drug proliferation, the degradation of uh, well-paying jobs into our society, city blight, drugs and violence in our schools. The job ahead is endless. Who the hell wants this job? Uh, this and how is a city councilman going to change national issues? By the way, this city council, uh, this council seat, is a full-time job if it's done right. Please support Leonard Spaziani. He will he will not pull any punches. You know exactly what he's thinking because he'll tell you clearly. Mayor Smith, you're a dictator. Leonard uh, doesn't flip flop on a decision he's ever made. Leonard has my vote. He should have yours as well. Sign Patrick J Hickey. There you have it. There's our first endorsement from, well, our current council person, who by uh, January 1st won't be our council person, and there will be two new council people. It could be Leonard Spaziani. It could be Dr. Kimball, but he's looking for the one-hour man. Or it could be um, contractor and businessman Ben Schoen. Does that help uh, Leonard Spaziani? I'm sure it does. There are supporters out there. We know two of which that call in on the show who have probably already voted for Mr. Spaziani in the primaries and will do so in the general election. So that's just my way of starting off today's Live at Five show with some local flair. Let's go to the phone. Hi, you're in the air. Hey, Glenn. Oh, wait, 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 Jason, before we go on now, I also, yes, Jason Trainer, who's now on the phone, could also be your council person starting January 1st. How are you doing, Jason? Yeah, thank you, Glenn. I <laughs> went to the city council meeting, and it was a circus. Yeah. <laughs> and it, 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 it disgusts me, uh, Glenn, because we need adults in the room now, a bunch of kids. Well, Jason, let me, let me interrupt you, because I know this is going to go on, and I can barely hear you. So let me just say something. Uh, one of the people that you're referring to as far as the so-called circus and I say this respectfully, is Mayor Jeff Smith. So Jeff is going to be gone. Um, are you saying that, you know, that's that's going to continue as of January 1st? I, I, I think there's going to be people in there with uh, Cliff only and um, some others. And I think, yes, Glenn, I think that no matter who gets put in there, um, they won't get my vote because I won't vote for increased taxes. Right. On the hardworking people working. But there's one person that will get my vote. Anthony Oliver, that gentleman that went to number one on the Apple charts, he's got my vote. Wait, what, I, wait the guy, the North of Richmond guy? Yes. Is he running for city council too? <laughs> I mean, what, what are you talking about? No, no. If he was, Glenn, oh. he would have my vote. Right. Well, then, you know what? Leonard Spaziani should uh, come up with a song of his own. 
you know, vote for the guy from the flats. I'm the guy from the flats. I got a big sign on Arsenal Street. Vote for me. The, the, the thing about that gentleman, yeah. Glenn, I'll make it short with you. When he got put in there, he wasn't elected. He actually went after, was it Donnie? And they had a beef with each other. Yeah. Um, so the guy is very restrictive. Yeah. He loves uh, lockdowns and restrictions. And he also is a big spender. Hmm. Okay. All right. Hey, by so, the way, yeah, go ahead. So when you have a gentleman like that, right. that's going to spend, 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 just like Patrick Hickey, Cliff only. Cliff only thinks that I don't know what I'm talking about, a skate park. We had one here in, uh, in the mall. But the support by the skateboarders wasn't there, hmm. so it shut down. Hmm. Well, I, I don't know much about that. So, Jason, real quick before I, I fall asleep here, uh, are you, what's, how's your campaign doing? What are, you, are you putting up lawn signs? Because Sarah Campo basically has a, a lawn sign on every third house in the city, especially on the sou- south end. Uh, obviously, she's trying to appeal to the Dr. Kimball uh, uh, people. Uh, what say you about that? Do you you had a decent amount of signs? Are you going to put signs out again for your for your campaign uh, that's continuing yeah, for some reason? Yes, yes okay. Glenn. I will put some more out because um, here's the point. Yeah. And I will make it very quick. Please. I'm the only one that has not received no outside money, and people say, Jason, why? That's any outside money. That? Right. Because I'm not I, I'm not a sellout nor. Anyone right. going to buy me out? Right. Well, that's why you don't have any lawn signs because you're not a sellout, so you don't have the money, the extra cash to buy them. That's a shame. Sometimes no, when you're when you're no, an ass kisser, not, you get extra cash. No, that's not true, Glenn. Right. The fact remains, I will keep a down to earth, straightforward, uh, talking message right. that I will not be sold out. I will not be bought, nor I will <laughs> let anyone sorry me to buy me. Every nun that ever taught me 30, 40, 50 years ago is rolling over in their, you know, Christ, you know, their Catholic grave right now listening to this conversation. Oh, my God. All right, listen, Jason, I, we love you, and we all do. We, we love your, you know, your honesty and the fact that you haven't taken a dime from anyone. You are an admirable person for that and many other things, but I've got to get going. But we'll talk to you real soon. And uh, next time you see a council meeting, don't don't be surprised that a circus breaks out. That's a good assessment. And you still think about it, Glenn, when I can come back. Exactly. I'll think about it. All right. Sounds good. Thanks. That's uh, that's Jason running for city council again. Hi, you're in the air. Yeah, Glenn, was that a surprise who uh, Hickey endorsed? No, not a surprise at all. Not at all. That's right, because... uh, um, he was a, he was part of the gang of three, and he voted for everything they voted for, all the big spending, all everything. Right, and he still is. And he hated uh, uh, Jeff Smith too. This the mayor too. Yeah. Well, yeah, of course. Right. You know, they the gang of three, the gang of four, um, they all hate Smith. And they <clears throat> they hate uh, Campo because they don't agree with him. Right, and I see they. They uh, keep on going with the spending. Mm. The gang of three voted to spend forty or fifty or sixty thousand dollars to take out those planners and redesign the front of Key Bank. Right, right. It, it never ends with mm. those people. What do people think about putting them in every time? Yeah, and it's the same thing it, on the national scale too. It's by the way, not going to change with them three. Right. It doesn't matter who's mayor. If we don't get two people in there, 
they're still going to be the gang of three. I agree. So, I agree. Listen, remember. You no, know, it's uh, not going to change unless we can uh, change it ourselves. Yeah, I agree. All right, Glenn. Thank you. I mean, don't forget, Tim the Enchanter, a.k.a. Tim the Blind Guy, who, by the way, hasn't called the show in a while. Maybe he can't find his phone. It's all in good fun, folks. He's a good man. But he brought it up about a month and a half ago. He's been thinking about it. He's like, Glenn, do you know if such and such happens, Compo becomes mayor. Oh, wait, how did he put this? Oh, no, if, wait, let me try to figure this out. If, okay, Hickey's gone. Hickey's replaced with Dr. Kimball, right? Only stays there. Ruggiero stays there. There's your three. Doesn't matter who four and five are. Doesn't matter who the mayor is. Doesn't matter who the fourth uh, council person is. The gang of three still exists, except now you get a seasoned professional who knows the difference between national and uh, natural grid. Sorry, I had to throw a little bit out of that. You got to proofread that there, Patrick, please. But that said, Tim the blind guy said that this this, this could be a continuation of what we have right now. So you don't know. You don't know. Again, you got to go back to the days, you know, everyone says, wow, it's pretty much taken care of. Look at the primary. Look at the results. You, you talk to Jeff Graham, you can have six people in a room, and if they all decide who they're going to vote for, well, there you go. You don't need the general election. 755. Well, you do. Because about 15, 20 years ago or so, there was a guy, and he's a good guy. I won't mention his name. No disrespect. But he ran. He looked big in the primaries, but he lost in the general election. So it's, it's, it's food for thought. Do we want a continuation with different players, but still three against two or not? It's a good question. And who could forget, of course, Mr. Timothy Babcock? We haven't heard a darn thing from him. I don't see any any additional signs. Tim, call up the show. Tell us where you stand. Tim is a hardworking guy. He's a family man. I understand. I get it. But if you're going to run for council, you got to go all the way. And and again, I, I personally speaking, I couldn't do it myself. I was floundering in my life at the time. But the fact is, Tim is in the top four. So anything is still possible. So if Tim, by the way, wants to call in the show, either now or later, by all means. Because remember, we're going to start getting the candidates back in here, uh, four of which are running for city council, either as incumbents or not. And then uh, the big mayoral race. The one thing missing from this letter from our friend and council person, Mr. Patrick Hickey, and I agree with, uh, I will agree with uh, former mayor and hotline host uh, Jeff Grimm. Pat is a good guy. He is a good guy, but he got caught up, he got caught up, and he became the gang of three. And that continues with, with, uh, with, this, uh, with, with this choice to, to take out the, uh, uh, the, uh, the flower pots there, whatever we want to call them. And not only is it just the cost of money to remove them, but the money that, what, that was spent to actually put them there to begin with. Someone put that total together. It comes close to $100,000. And then others will say, well, what's $100,000? Well, $100,000 can come in real handy when you're not getting uh, a, a decent amount of money from your own municipal power 10, you know, 8, 9, 10 years from now. hundred grand can go a long ways when you don't have hundred grand. 755-1240 is the number. 755-1240 is the... It's, that's an unpopular result with what happened there. It really is. And don't get me wrong. I know the developers. I know the owners. They're great people. And without them, downtown would continue to look like a cesspool. But instead, it's, be, it's been completely reversed. No disrespect to the previous owners and all the other people, but let's face it. Real capital, capital, listen to me, 
real capital investment is going on as we speak. And I'm not just talking about the new YMCA, which, by the way, looks really good. I'm talking about everything else. That includes our friend RJ, who, for whichever reason, doesn't want to talk to me as far as downtown news is concerned, or for that matter, this show. But he is a huge contributor, along with his predecessor there, Mr. Gary Beasley. And there's been others, Kuhn and Associates. And now you have, um, you know, that now you have Jake Johnson Properties and his partners doing incredible, incredible things. But that said, a lot of people are not happy with what's going on in front of the uh, the Key Bank Building. So, uh, if you have any thoughts about that, by all means. All right. So, uh, anyway, other things going on in the world tonight is the official start of the NFL. And I don't know if anyone was. Uh, oh, someone just said. Uh, Oh, I don't know what that means. So anyway, tonight is the big night, and it's a it's a crappy game. It's any game with the Lions is is like it, I mean, are you kidding me? This is probably one of the most anticipated football seasons of all time, and you're going to start off a game between a, an AFC team and an NFC team, and you chose the Lions. Isn't it isn't it hardship enough that we have to watch the Lions every Thanksgiving Thursday, and it's the first game. When was, by the way, when was the last time the Lions actually won on Thanksgiving at their own crappy bar, ballpark? Let's go to the phones. Hi, you're in the air. Okay, Glenn, I'm switching it over. Yes, please. It's lefty. Long-winded. All right, you there? Uh, you believe in karma? Ka- uh, ka- ka- uh, uh, Kamala or karma? Couldn't really catch that. Karma. Yes, karma. I, yes, I do. I do. After you, after you put poor Jason on the line and and brought up your, your nuns of the past school and you're the grammar police on them. Yeah. You really had a problem putting a sentence together just a minute ago. That, that's karma. What did I say? I don't know. You were just fibbling all over some words. You couldn't put them together after you picked on old poor Jason a, having a little grammar issue. So it's funny because every time I pick on Jason, and, and, and I do it, you know, I, I try to be spirited about he's, it. He's walking around with a target on his back. That's where he is. What's that mean? I don't. Know. But every time I do that, I actually think of you, Lefty. So tell me, what did I say wrong? I, I, was I reading uh, Patrick's letter? <laughs> what did I say wrong? I, I don't know what I did. I don't know. You, you stumbled over some words for a few minutes. Oh, I, that's I karma. Recall, nothing big out of it. It's hilarious. Given given that you said that, speaking about the whole thing downtown, you're completely right. We should keep Jake and Bobby and the whole crew. Happy as we can, because if not, they could decide they want to revitalize Alex Bay or they want to revitalize Sackett's Harbor. They probably will one day. Who knows? There's nothing stopping them. They they very well might, but they could walk away from a few things here and leave them hanging. Hmm. One thing that's been done wrong in court, I guess our new lawyer didn't catch on to that. Yeah. They did what they call a stay concerning the things downtown. Hmm. When it got interrupted, they just said they're going to stay. Well... Are you eating? You wait, 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 wait. Are you eating? No, I've got a bit of a sore throat. I got a <sighs> cough drop going. All right, all right. Get the cough drop out of your mouth, no, please. No COVID. No COVID. I just finished it off. All right, good, good. It's a little, it was just a little piece. Yeah, whatever, whatever. But do you remember what? So they're, they're going on that, what they, how, they, how it was contrived was they were going to say, we're just going to leave a stay right now, which means we're going to just let progress go forward mm-hmm. and just leave things as they were. Right. Where, where that actually comes into play is before the project gets started that you're not going to do anything. Mm-hmm. After the project's already voted, there is, there is no such thing, no legal term such as that. Mm. So if they were going to do a stay, which they were calling it, what that would mean is that they didn't start the project or they reverted back to before the project started. It doesn't mean you continue the project. So 
we shouldn't have continued that project anyway. And now, have you driven by it? No doubt, you're downtown all over like that. Uh, I haven't seen it in a couple days. No. Oh, it just looks awful. Hmm. I mean, it's just it's way oversized. It's cement, and it's gonna just it's not gonna like beautify Watertown whatsoever. So you're so saying you probably shouldn't have been there to begin with. So I don't know if they're gonna like self water. What are you gonna do? But you. Anything you plant in there that's real, it's going to need constant maintenance, and then it's going to have nothing there in the winter. So yeah, the winter is going to be I an issue. Can't understand, can't understand why they were doing it to begin with. Mm. Parking spots are valuable downtown. Well, the one thing that someone brought up to me about the building is that the actual elevator is in the front of the building. Uh, so in as far as anyone, particularly people that are uh, you know invalid in any way or, or need assistance, uh, that is important that you have a handicapped spot in the front of the building near the elevator. So that, that d- did make a lot of sense. But you're saying that the flower boxes themselves were, were not attractive and wouldn't have looked good during no, the winter? No they, no, they look awful. Hmm, okay. And just adding flowers into some place. Who's maintaining those flowers? Are they asking the, the tenants that own the building? I would assume they're maintaining c- those flowers. Are they? Or is the city going to go around and start watering flowers? Do we have a lot of flowers I don't know about that we're taking care of? Well, wh- who who maintains the grassy knolls between the the curbs and the sidewalks? Doesn't the city do that? I'm sure they do, but I don't think they're out like in planters like. Well, that, I would assume that they would take care of the planters too. But again, it's, it's a moot point have, at this point. I don't know if that would be like something. I don't know who's doing that. I just don't know who's doing that. Hmm. Either way, it just it seems as though it was a a poor plan to begin with, and and we really should cater to people who are changing Watertown in a good way. Don't yeah, you think? I, I agree. I just you know there are certain things that I would have liked to have seen it. You know, I, I mean, I see both sides of the argument. Uh, but you know, every now and then I'll, I see you know in this in this case I said, well, that probably would have been pretty. But you're right. It, it, between the months of December and uh, mid to late May, uh, they they wouldn't be attractive at all, and they wouldn't be practical enough because, like I said, no one would be able to park there. It's just a shame that it went as far as it did. That's my point. Right now, empty, and they're not attractive. The size that they are, whoever planned it out, didn't necessarily have uh, attractive on their mind when they did it. It's one of those things where something like that slips by. And it's going to cost two hundred thousand dollars. Someone said to repair that. Right. Well, well, I think they need to just go in with some better bidding. I, I don't think that the city's on top of keeping bids in on something like that. By the way, it's crazy to spend much money. So, is Attorney Bullard uh, is is he out? Or you know, according to Donnie, he was out yesterday, but uh, that obviously didn't happen. Uh, but well, now that all gonna... we saw was when 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 Rat Earth Donnie like posted that on Facebook, <laughs> and then it was posted on the Watertown meeting page. That's the only place I've seen it. Hmm. Yeah. Interesting. Well, Donnie likes to jump to conclusions, just like his whatever. All right. Well, anyway. Well, I'm just an, an, another thing. That, the, then I'll you're let all, you go it, like real quick. Right, right. While you're eating on a this, cough drop. I am now. I am. I'm eating more something now. Yeah, oh, I know. Yeah. Don't do that, please. It drives me mental. It, someone eating in my ear, my, in my headsets. It's so difficult to understand you. You do. You do understand. You're kind of during the dinner hour too. <laughs> People have a little. People are coming home from work. They might have something to, something to eat. So th- I know you tried to get up the other day. You tried to conquer him from turning away from the phone while yes. he's talking to you. Yes. Exactly. But, yeah. Yeah. But you're, it's really it's really hard to do in this modern day when you're sitting in a car and you just you know. So so wait, let me ask the question: During the lunch, are you eating lunch during the hotline because that happens to be the lunch hour? Do you eat when you call in on the Jeff show? Uh, well, if we're gonna technically get into it, I I generally enter. I, I intermittently fast. I only eat one, like, between... Between 5 and 6 o'clock. Five, 5 o'clock and, like, 
You know, I might go into 7 o'clock or I might say later, but I only eat once a day. Uh, well, that's Not incredible. for everyone, but it works good for me. So right. I, I wouldn't, but that's when the noon things are on, whatever. But yeah. right uh, now, I'm not eating a meal or anything. I was just all right, we're over, our, we're six and a half minutes. We're over your four-minute limit. So what was the last point you okay. wanted to make? No, that was it. I'm oh. going to let you go. Bye-bye now, don't you? All right, there's Lefty. He was eating while he talks to me. Higher in the air. Yo, Glenn, listen. Lefty's an idiot, and so are you. Did you happen to see the seven news story from yesterday about the lawyer? Donnie, he's not fired. Stop saying he's fired like you sent that to me yesterday. Yes, he is. Listen. Yes, he is. All right? All right. What's wrong with you, Glenn? What's wrong with you? (laughs) No, what's wrong with you? I was hanging with cheerleaders. did Did you or did you not listen to the seven news story yesterday? Ah, yes, I did. It's a, well, it's then a, there you go. But he's so not fired. Closed. You can't jump to the, the conclusion. Only apology. Yeah. You and lefties. An apology, listen. Senator. I bet you. I bet you that scumbag lefty is part of that meme group. All right. No, he's not. He's not part of the meme yeah, group. Yeah, he is. He's a scumbag. Oh, stop he, he's it. He's a scumbag know-it-all, just like you are. All right. All, all right? All right. I'm sorry to hear that, Donnie. I really am. You're Forget getting, you. you. What's that? that? He hung up. He hung up. Donnie's all upset. Hi, you're in the air. Good evening. Yep. I cannot believe you guys. Here you go. You sound like the park all over again with the golf course. Uh-oh. It's not the gang of three. It's the misfits of two. Hmm. Oh, and you. Okay. Yeah, that's that's. You've ju- got uh, Compo Pierce and your stupid little mayor there that can't do anything without each other. Right. Why do you keep on saying that it's uh, 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 the three of them? You know, at least they have a little bit of tel- intelligence to keep things going. You just had Lefty talking about how great, you know, Johnson is doing with Bobby Ferris yeah. and all these other people that are spending money. Why is it so bad that the city is spending some money, too, that they failed to to spend when Mayor Walker was there? Right. Wow, that you whining know, voice guys, drives me nuts. You guys stop and don't think. And then, no offense, Glenn, yeah. I did hear you mumbling through those couple words, but your slamming on the desk all the time is unbelievable. Unbelievable. You're right. You're right. Ma'am, is, ma'am, ma'am. You know, no offense. I no, 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 no offense taken. And that was not something that we t- were taught to do. Bang, bang, bang. Oh, wait, wait, okay? wait. I'm sorry. Did you say you were, you, you, you what? You, you were in broadcasting? I studied broadcasting. Oh, okay. And that wasn't in Chapter 12 or something, banging on the desk? It wasn't in Chapter 13. <laughs> it was in File 13. This is hilarious. Okay? Yeah. Okay, I'll now take your advice. I will. But, but listen, yeah. you guys pick on every uh, everything that that Lisa and, and uh, only do and stuff like that. Yeah. Take a look that, that's at untrue, what by they're the way. trying to do. And why is it going to cost $200,000 to knock those damn ugly cement boxes down? I agree. We have a city crew of engineers that could figure this out. Oh, Bring in a bulldozer with our guys and knock them out. If not, pay the county guys to come in and knock them out. It's not going to cost $200,000. And whoever is getting that kind of money to knock a couple pieces of rock out, 
You know what? I, I wish it was that easy. That gig. I wish it was that easy. Th- Two hundred thousand is exorbitant, but there is some type of engineering and science behind knocking out an existing, you know, uh, structure. I don't think so. I don't think so it's, because it, if your men it's rebar, were it's to everything. go down the road right. with the snowplow, they could easily do it in a flash. All right. Well, the good uh, the, uh, because. That's going to happen this winter because that reconstruction of downtown is so bad. And I saw somebody yesterday, as a matter of fact, out in front of one of the restaurants that had backed in like they're going to have them do on Court Street. Right. Think about this. I want you to drive down Court Street and tell me how you're going to back into that very first parking space. Uh, well, we're going to find out, and uh, well, they keep on bringing up Clayton, but we will find out, and uh, and, and and then we'll come up with it. But please stop whining, because it just uh, that and sucking on a cough drop drives me mental. Hi, you're on the air. Hi, yeah, to the lady who was just saying that we've got to spend money in the city to actually do something. Right. Does she not realize that there's not enough taxpayers in this city to foot that bill? that there's hundreds and hundreds of jobs that are not being filled, that that is making a decrease in our taxpayer money. Right. The base is much lower now. You're absolutely right. We're running out absolutely. of tax money. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's basic economics. If you just read a book, you would totally understand that. Yes. Well, I, I do. I, I don't need, I, you know, again, it's no, all mathematics. Yeah, no, I understand. Yeah. But in her defense, she says that we don't need to spend that. We should just knock it over with a plow one day when no one's looking, like some drunk. <laughs> you know, so that's, you know, I don't know. Sometimes I try well, to figure out where people are going or coming for that matter. Right. Well, Court Street is just going to be a complete disaster when they try to plow. I don't, I don't really know what to expect there. I talked to, um, I talked to a well-known businessman there, and he seems to, he, he's very positive about it. But I do question whether or not backing up on a 45-degree reverse angle, especially in inclement weather when there's snow on the ground, where people can't see where the bump outs are, it's going to be interesting to say the least. And I, I can't, Absolutely. yeah, I hope for the best. I really do. I but hope I've for the actually best. talked to this the snowplow drivers, yeah. and there's like, uh, no way are we going to be able to get down there. It's, it seems it's like, like double, the, 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 the distance between the, the, the curb and now where the car's front ends are going to be, and then that, that turn to make while you back up, not to mention the guy that's pissed off that you're backing up in front of him or her to begin with, um, there's a lot of variables that will have to be ironed out. So, again, they said, oh, it happened. It's good in Clayton. Uh, but in Clayton, they do like five miles per hour where that particular place is. And it's a seasonal uh, town. We're, we have a bunch of people that got to get back and forth to work and, for the most part, are miserable here in Watertown. So we'll have to see what happens when that goes on. But thank you, ma'am. I appreciate yeah. it. Uh, thank you. Thank you. Very good. Excellent, excellent show. Uh, I, that was lost. Gives me an opportunity to showcase some sponsors. It's been nonstop. Nonstop. We got to do a break. We'll be back. You don't have to look too far for a car. 58-2004. Uh, welcome back. It's about 20 minutes before the hour. Someone was waiting. Let's go to the phone because it's been that type of day. Hi, you're in the air. Yeah, Glenn. I wanted to call you back yeah. on uh, my pet peeve on Court Street. You know, uh, one thing, how's uh, people going to back up when it's snowing hard? Right. How are they going to see? Your backup cameras get covered with snow. You can't. They get blurry. You can't see out of them. Mm. But they, and in a rainstorm. But the main thing is, Glenn, I don't know how the people that decided to do that could not see 
that you are leading everybody from the red light down Court Street, they want to go that way, and it's one lane. One lane, yeah. Right. There's not two lanes. No. There's not three lanes. Right. So you can pull out to back in. Mm-hmm. It's one lane. Right. So if you got six, eight cars at the red light right. heading towards the bridge, right. and a guy decides to try to back in well, he has during to. a snowstorm right. or a heavy rainstorm, right. people cannot see that that is going to be a cluster. Mm. One lane only. That's all we got. Mm. And it isn't going to, I'm telling you right now, it's not going to work. Wait till the people get backed up when somebody's trying to take his time and get in between cars. Either that's going to happen or nobody's going to park there. Thanks, Glenn. I appreciate it. You know, I just thought of something as that gentleman was talking, and it's, it's a great alliteration. Court Street Cam, the court cam. Not in court, as well. Remember, the city hall used to be there, and that was, they held court in there. And I'm assuming that's what well, how it got its name. But nonetheless, it's a the Court Street Cam. I, I know a couple of businesses on there that could put one of those ring cameras there and just point in like two th- different directions and and just assess it every day. You know, it would be like that meme of Michael Jackson eating popcorn when when there's something going on. Everyone's like just sitting there, waiting, you know, look, looking at the brothers fight at the Miami airport or something like that, or somewhere down in Staten Island. Just everyone's just eating popcorn. Someone should set up a Court Street cam or 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 a series of them. And if, if at best, the city should, because they're going to have to assess things and say, hey, you know what? This isn't working out. You know, the crazy people calling in on the Live at Five show and the AM 1240 shows, the only two shows that anyone should be listening to, by the way, are right. Or, or, here's the big or, they're wrong. Maybe, just maybe this works out. But the proof will be in the pudding. Either we see a lot of broken taillights or we have fistfights on Court Street because someone wants to get home early or late for work while someone else has to buy yarn somewhere and they're going to back up. And It's going to be interesting to say the least, but cameras don't hide anything. And if you're going to make that investment and you're going to go and, be, and make that rash decision to say, well, maybe reverse parking would work in downtown Watertown, let's, let's narrow it down to one lane and see what happens. The best way to dis, to assess it is to actually examine. Let's go to the videotape, as Warner Wolf would say. Let's see what it says, and if it works, it works. And there's a lot of people. I've been sus. I've been, you know, questioning it. I questioned, you know, the the, the flower box design when I start, and then I said, well, it's gonna look pretty. They got the bump outs. You know, we can appreciate downtown. It's gonna slow up traffic. And then someone the other day said, well, you got the elevator in the front. That makes it useless now. I said, well, that's why I would have been, I would have been a horrible council person. I would have floundered in everything. I would be a horrible police officer. You know why I stopped you? Uh, no, officer. Why did I? I really don't know. Boy, you're pretty. I'm going to let you go. Let's go to the phones. Hi, you're in the air. Hey, Glenn. What's happening? Uh, everybody thinks that you can just go in there and rip those pointers out. Yeah. Yeah, Guess well, what? with a plow, with a plow. City Watertown has a contract with that contractor. He's going to get paid. Change orders cost money because they have to redo everything. They have to refigure on what they're going to do. The curb has already been poured. Right. And trying to put the parking spaces back in there is going to be a whole nother deal, especially with the way they have the bump outs. 
for the walkways. Right. <clears throat> no, I, I agree. Um, but at the same time, it does seem a two. Is that right? Two hundred thousand to remove them? It actually could be. But why? I mean, for, and why does a pool cost three point four million dollars? When if some private person decided to have the same size pool on their property, it couldn't possibly cost three point four million dollars. Well, no, of course not. But you're not talking about an Olympic size pool either. I, I'm talking about a pool that shouldn't be three point four million dollars, or for that matter, two pl- uh, flower plants. Well, hey, you you're know, also paying, paying government uh, rate. I, why is it that I heard it was going to be $60,000 a couple weeks ago? How did it go up to $200,000 to move concrete? I don't get that. And you're saying it's because of a contract? and rearrange everything. But when you take a contract and rearrange it on the contractor, he's going to, get, he's going to hit you with penalties. <laughs> All right. Well, right then and there, it's, it, someone's making money off a job that doesn't appear to be that much money to do. Does that make sense? Well, they went in, they 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 were hired to do the job. Yeah. They were doing the job and then all of a sudden they came in and said, "Nope, we don't want you doing this anymore. You're going to have to come back in and so fix it." Right. Now you're now you're taking that contractor. He might have other contracts that he figured he was going to be getting to. Now he's got you're slowing him down. Huh. Boy, maybe the woman is right. Maybe we could get a plow truck in there. Just to save a couple of bucks. You're not going to take those things out with a flower truck. You know what I'm saying. I mean, come on. 200 grand to remove two flower boxes? That sounds exorbitant. And I know what you're saying, but what you're saying infuriates people, including myself, because if that's the lay of the land, then something's up. Something's wrong. Okay, so you got to stop what you're doing. And yeah, maybe you can have another. But we're not, it's at the tail end of the building season as it is. So I can't imagine this would adhere some type of progress for this particular contract where he says, no, it's going to cost $200,000. That's exorbitant. I'm sorry. Well, you have to re-engineer everything. Wow. Geez, good thing we're not making real. Watertown doesn't have an engineer anymore. So so are we going to lose our... And the engineers up on the third floor don't do this. The the planning department figured out what this was going to look like. Yeah. Oh, wait a minute. And then they hired... Engineers to do the rest. So we don't have an engineer. Is that the guy that just got lost? Yeah, his... he got picked up in the parking lot. Yeah, yeah, whatever. I feel bad for him. Jeez. Yeah. Or... Yeah, I do too. Yeah. He's a nice guy. Yeah, uh, just he had a problem. Jeez. After a while, don't doesn't drinking just get makes you sick and ugly? Can't you look in the mirror no. and see what it's doing to you? Jeepers creepers! Come on, you're a young man. Yeah. Costs money because there's lawyers involved. Ugh. Well, that, that everybody's involved. I guess so. I guess it's, it sucks, but you know, I guess we have to say, accept. Glenn, What's that? 20, 20 lawyers at the bottom of the ocean is a good start. Yeah, there you go. Well, a lot of, a lot of people would agree, and others, would, of course, would, would 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 not agree. But thank you, my friend. I appreciate it. I don't want to know that that's cost two and a grand. It really does. That's 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 ridiculous. I've always said that about the pool, by the way. It's like, uh, yeah, uh, I want a pool in the back of my club. Or, you know, I'm a businessman, and I want to build a pool. Very, uh, equivalent size of what's up at there at Thompson Park. Are you are you a municipality? No, I'm just a private business. Okay, good. Uh, well, here's the price. How much is it? It's going to be $775,000. Okay, that's reasonable. Then why did you charge the city of Watertown $3.4 million for the same design? I'm going to hang up the phone right now, okay? And by the way, those boxes that cost $200,000 to remove, especially from, munici- from a municipality. And I'm slamming on my desk. I'm sorry. I'm breaking the rules.
You're on the air. Hey, Glenn, how you doing? What's happening? Hey, I got a question for you. That letter you were talking about with uh, Hickey. Yeah. Again, was that in the paper? Or? Um, you know, I was I was looking at News Junkie earlier. No, I, I, that was a press release, and I it was sent to me as a uh, as an as an email. Okay, because I I look on News Junkie. I'll, I'll look again. I did go to Hickey's page, and I read that that thing he put out. Written by a cop. That was kind of funny. Uh, well, oh, I didn't see that. I didn't see. I don't know what you're talking. Oh, about. Yeah, it's it's on Hickey's face. By the way, did you know that the guy actor Danny Masterson? He was the uh, the ugly curly haired guy with the glasses in that '70s show. Right. He just was sentenced to 30 years to life for for raping two women. Oh, I, I saw that, but I didn't know who it was when they. I just saw the name and said some actor, actor so and so. Yeah. Yeah, that's. That's wow. the guy. Yeah, 30 years to life. Wow. He did Men. it. He did it. He, don't do the crime. Yeah. I, well, crime. It, it, again, it's, it's, <laughs> it's like we've been seeing with so many woke actors over the years uh, that they just because, hey, I'm a superstar. You see me at a nightclub. It's 2 o'clock in the morning. You looked at me. Yeah. You knew I was famous. Now I'm going to put my – now I'm going to just rape you because I can because I'm famous. Right. Yeah. I, yeah. I, yeah. Uh, and also, the Tonight, yeah. t- tonight Show staffers claim Jimmy Fallon is erratic, seems drunk as at toxic workplace. And it makes sense. Yeah, I read that headline, too. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And I, it thought, ma- I, thought he, I thought it was out a couple of years ago that he had a drinking problem it, already, it, that it, he was, or it, that one of the other guys. And I'm going to take, take a good guess. First of all, I, and, and this is this is a small world, my father was a New York City cop, worked at the 7-5. And uh, his partner, his, uh, his partner for a good seven, ten years—I can't remember how long—was uh, Jimmy Fallon's grandfather, because uh, okay. they, they were both from the Brooklyn area at the time. But uh, yeah, so but I, it doesn't surprise me because he was on top of the world when he got that gig, and uh, he went, and then he then he replaced Leno, whoever was at eleven. I don't, I can't remember at this point. But nonetheless, yeah, he got upset because again, drunks get really drunks will be your best friend. But the moment yep. things go south, and when it went south was when Tr- Donald Trump became president, and he had to go in that woke direction, but he wasn't that good at it. And who was good at it was Stephen Colbert. So Stephen Colbert took his flame away, and I bet you he's been miserable ever since because drunks hate not being the top of everyone's mind. They're narcissists, and the moment they're not on people's minds, they go crazy. And I can imagine yeah. how toxic that, that workplace is. I feel sorry for those people. I really do. Yeah, a lot of, a lot of times they, they think they can hide their condition by being the way they are, by being you know, the alpha, whatever. Right, right. No, but I, it's all jealousy. And they've said that yeah. before about him. And remember, Jimmy Fallon's career was going nowhere until uh, Ferguson. Who, no, Ferguson was on CBS. But nonetheless, he got that gig at some time or another, a couple of years before he got The Tonight Show. And then, and then, then Trump, of course, ran for office. The world changed. And, um, and now he's miserable because he's not at the, t- uh, the, uh, the number one guy. And, and typically, yeah. uh, The Tonight Show was. So he lost it, and now everyone has to pay the price. And that's what alcoholics yeah. do. Yeah. Hey, got another question for you. Yeah. Because, um, again, I wasn't following. I've been out of the loop, I guess, for a couple of weeks. Yeah. Not following the local news. Mm-hmm. So, Deb, you were talking about a person, uh, Tim, Tim, the the guy that can't see. Yeah, t- Tim the Enchanter, who we, have, we haven't heard yeah, from. He Hopefully said, he's okay. He said if Kimball gets elected, yeah. then it won't change the... 
the, the dynamics yeah. of the three against two, yeah, the gang of three might just change. You know, it's like cha- changing uh, um, deck but chairs. Isn't, isn't Hickey out no matter what? Isn't isn't his term up? Yeah, but you replace him with what in Tim's case is a is a liberal Democrat. Uh, and oh, okay. That, yeah. He thinks Kimball's. Yeah. And bear in mind, and again, Tim's assumption, not that it matters, but it, it really, no matter which way you look at it, uh, Lisa, who's, who is the gang, the alleged gang of three, uh, Lisa remains there either as our new mayor or, uh, our, uh, uh, or she continues to be a council person. So, yeah. It's, yeah, well, it's, yeah. she's not going to be the mayor. I mean, I... We don't know I, that. We, she, we don't know that. Well, that's true. I don't. Right. Sarah Campo could decide to drop out. Right, right. Or, or again, or and again, I mentioned before. Not that we had any primary results uh, uh, in in last June as far as the mayoral race is concerned. But if yes, right. if you listen to these shows, yes, Sarah wins by a landslide. There's no doubt about it. And I mentioned it earlier. Sarah is clearly winning the signage war, if there was such a term. Oh, definitely. Oh my definitely. God! I commented. I texted someone yesterday. I was like, "Look at all the Sarah Campo signs. They're all over the yeah, place, especially on the south side." Yeah. So well, I'm on a dead end street and there's like three in my block. But I'm like, that, Who's, everybody on this block, I, I can say with 90% certainty, everybody on this block who votes, if not a hundred percent, some people won't vote here because they're, they're not residents of the state or whatever. Oh yeah. Well, yeah. Fort Trump, whichever. Yeah. But everybody on this block is already going to vote for compo and to have three signs on this block is just kind of hilarious. Sounds like she wants it. Sounds like she, you know, she feels. Uh, again, this is this is no matter who wins it, it's going to be our first female mayor, which is extraordinary. Right. It really is. And I know someone well, said it, that happened before. Yeah, someone ran, but that wasn't good. the primary. And I think she will. I do think she'll get it. And I think Rogério is just out to launch on the way she thinks. Well, let me ask, let me ask you, is it, is, 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 does at that point, because you know, there's some tension between Sarah Campo and council person Ruggiero. Does that tension get (laughs) worse? Does that tension get worse if say Sarah wins and, and, you know, okay. Cause I, yeah, I agree with you. (laughs) Yeah. I don't see how it, I don't see how it couldn't because she's already, you know, she's like, okay, now she's just a, uh, uh, equal, right. and she's going to be my boss. And right. I already don't like her, and our politics already yeah. in opposite direction. So it's, it's right, and then and look at this scenario because based on the primary, and I'm only basing this on the primary, that means that Sarah's position is replaced by Ben Schoen, in a sense, right? And that right. Uh, Dr. Kimball, it could be the other way around, but you know what I'm saying. So it could be Dr. Kimball's right. going to replace Hickey. So you right. still have three against two. So it's going to be an interesting yeah. dynamic. Oh, there's that word again. No, Sorry. Yeah, I mean, again, I don't think having listened to Dr. Kimball a lot, in mm-hmm. his, you know, in his talks and his right. free time at the beginning of meetings and everything, and 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 listening to him, I'm pretty sure he wouldn't have gone along with with the uh, hmm. some of the things that have happened. Interesting. Uh, with our budget or you know spending money sure. willy nilly. Hmm. Right. Uh, well, we'll see. Again, if Tim's out there, uh, and again, I mean this sincerely, I hope Tim's okay. I haven't heard him on the hotline show either. So uh, if Tim's out there, give us a shout. You know the phone number. But thank you, my friend. Appreciate yeah. it. Hey, yeah. I'm going to take a poll tomorrow it's in, in the uh, square. Okay. About, uh, about cough drops and high <laughs> I appreciate it. Thanks. I, I, right, I, I want to know the results of, the, of that poll. He said poll, by the way.
There's some shows, and I've been doing this on and off for a very long time, for decades, that I, I, I sense that there's, there's, there's uh, something in the air, and that definitely was today. And um, sometimes I'm caught off guard by it. In the old days, I used to, you know, used to upset me, but I don't get upset anymore. Because I, I, I see how when people do get upset, and don't get me wrong, I could be, you know, at any given time, I can probably lose it for whichever reason. But I've learned not to because I see so much on my timeline and I spend way too much time looking at people beating the crap out of each other. And most often it's over nothing. It could be road rage, waiting in line, or in other cases, of course, just wearing a MAGA hat. And it's just, it just amazes me. Once I get the computer fixed, there's so many things I want to share with you that I've been saving and I could put it in the computer in another way and I'll share that with you. But it's, you know, just, just yesterday, for instance, I was looking at a segment, and I forget who it was. It was Charlie Kirk or whomever. Whatever it was, there, there, was this, there was this one smug guy. He was biracial, and he made a comment. And it's funny because they were commenting on everything else he said, but the one thing he kind of got away with that kind of slipped through the cracks was, he says, you know, if, if you're biracial, you're, you're black. That's how the world, that's how it goes. And I found that fascinating. It's like, What? <laughs> And I, I really think that that's, it's it, you know, the whole new world that we're living in right now is so anti-white, and yet a lot of it comes from white people. We're cannibalizing ourselves. And there's nothing wrong with being biracial or black or brown or yellow, but there's something said to be, there's something bad about being white. And, and I think it's, I, I, a lot of it is, in a, like, in like, for instance, you know, back in the days when, when Jewish people were well, it's like, oh, the Holocaust never happened. And, you know, you get the expression self-loathing. I think that's what's happening. I think people are removing themselves from their color. And at the same time saying, oh, I'm all for BLM. See me? I got my hand up. Don't burn my house down. I think it's all a bunch of malarkey. These are the same people that would say this, that, and the other thing and say, hey, I'm better than you. You're a racist. You're a Republican. But they, they're the last people to allow these people to live next door. Trust me. There's so much in, disingenuous people out there. And that's why it's just like, no, it's no reason to get upset with these people. It's mob mentality. It's ignorance. And it's everywhere right now. It really, truly is. So if you do get into a fender bender or something gets close to this, that, or the other thing, just take a second. I know it's easier said than done. But there's a lot of people out there that are just wanting to get angrier than they already are. Look out for that if you can. So, oh, he, 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 he hit him over the head over $5. It doesn't matter what he hit him over the head with. The person at that point was waiting for the moment to, to act out. He died for $6. Does it matter if he died for $3,000? This person was out to get you. So don't let that happen to you, please. We're at the end of the show. <laughs> what a great show it was. Uh, we'll do it again tomorrow. AM 1240 W810 and Watertown makes this legal. Up next, CBS. We'll see you tomorrow. This is CBS News.